Dark by Design may contain graphic and or explicit content. Audience discretion is advised. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Dark by Design. The podcast where two creative gals share stories of the macabre to then pick them apart before the nightmares start. Thank you so much for joining us today. The intro may sound a little different than normal, because it is. Uh, Beverly and I streamed for the first time on our Twitch channel, which you can find at darkbydesign underscore podcast on Twitch if you're interested. Uh, But we did our first live show, had a blast, and, um, well, (laughs) we didn't realize we... um, We weren't recording until we were about halfway through the intro, so here I am doing a little bit of an opener and a hello and a welcome to the show for everyone. Um, That being said, even though we did have some uh, troubleshooting issues during our live stream, it is what it is when you have a a live show going on, but thank you so much for the support and the uh, troubleshooting help and just, just being there to support us and having a great time in chat. We're planning on continuing continuing our Twitch streaming. We would like to stream at least once a month. Once we have the next stream date, we'll let you know. We'll post it on, our, on all of our social medias. We'll mention it in recordings. And uh, then we can all hang out and, you know, have friendship and such. It'll be so much fun. I can't wait to see you all there again. Uh, but without further to do, uh, let me take you to the exact moment when Beverly realized we weren't recording. Enjoy. I forgot to hit record. That's okay. (laughs) Okay. It's recorded on Twitch's end. We'll figure it out. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But uh, anyway, um, moral of the story, uh, we're having a little bit of technical difficulties today and figuring this is our first stream, okay? So don't don't get on our backs about it. Yeah, Yeah, we're setting things up. (laughs) No, it's all good. Um, If you'd like to learn more, you can find more information, photos, and videos on today's topic on the show's website at www.darkbydesignpodcast or by following us on Instagram, Twitch, and TikTok at darkbydesign underscore podcast, also linked in the description, or you can also find it on our website as well. Um, Also, um, you can find us individually on our socials. You can find Beverlox on Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube with Beverlox with two S's. Uh, and you can find uh, the cat. My name is Rachel <laughs> at Miss Quirk with two Ks on uh, Twitch, Instagram, and YouTube. How very exciting. And if you would like to uh, continue to sh- support the show um, and us as cre- content creators, the number one way is telling your friends and family about us because word of mouth really helps to helps the show grow and will give us more opportunities to make more fun things for the future. And if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And if you're listening on streaming platforms, go ahead and rate us five stars and tell us your spookiest story that you had for Halloween this year, because we would love to hear it. Also, what was your costume? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, you had one? Tell me. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, maybe not for Halloween. That's okay. Let's see. Tell me a spooky Uh, story. A spooky story? Yeah, I don't want to (laughs) sleep. You don't want to sleep? All right. Let me tell you about my story in (laughs) Connecticut. So after college, I moved to Connecticut uh, because I thought it'd be a great idea to move in with my shitty ex-boyfriend. So so I was in the apartment alone for almost a week, I want to say. 
And like for my job, I was driving from Hartford, Connecticut to Boston, Massachusetts, which was a drive. Uh, yeah. It was about like 90 minutes one way. So that was a lot of driving. Um, for sure. To do that bullshit. So I was staying there and like the first night was fine. The second night was spooky to say the least. I yeah. All I had was the mattress. So I was in bed. I was laying down. I was about to go to bed. I had Supernatural playing in the background, which horrible idea if you're alone. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> and just to set the scene, I lived on the mm -hmm. second floor, but the way the apartment was set up was the first floor is technically two floors and it had like a, a giant restaurant with like really high, like factory ceilings essentially. So my oh. floor was on the third floor, but I was technically the second floor. Also okay. security guard, key fob to get into in in and out of the apartment as well as in and out the elevator and staircase um wow. it you you had to do like three different things to even get inside of the building so and then oh. outside uh it, it would only be like window washers and stuff that could reach the upstairs there were no like like the building was flat so like no ridges or anything except for the window so you couldn't really climb up mm -hmm. so i fell asleep and then around like three in the morning I started hearing on my fucking window. I was no! like, what? What? So I was, I was so scared. I just stayed up the rest of the night. I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm just not gonna sleep. I'm not gonna sleep. Was there Next like night, a tree nearby? No tree. There was nothing. Next night, same shit happened. And I was so scared. Ugh. But I went back to sleep that night. Okay. Third night or oh fourth night, actually. I was just so tired of being woken up at 3.30 in the freaking morning that I screamed at it. I was like, stop. And it stopped knocking. And I was like, cool. I'm just going to go to bed. When I woke up in the morning, every single door, drawer, whatever was open in my apartment. No, you're lying. I was like, excuse That's me. Not a thing. Excuse what? me. <laughs> excuse me. What? <laughs> so <sighs> I was so serious? terrified. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I wish I was lying. So I woke up, and one thing I do before I go to bed, I can't do that now because we don't we don't have doors, but the one thing sure. I like to do is close my doors and check them and check yeah. the windows and check that the closet's closed, etc. Yeah. Everything was open. Everything no! was open. Oh my God. So, so you would have closed it beforehand. I hate yeah. all of this. Yeah. What? I went downstairs to the security guard. I asked if anyone like came in for my apartment because maybe someone broke in. He was like, nope, no one came in all night. I was like, <sighs> so then I told my boy, my then boyfriend, uh, and he didn't believe me. He was like, you're just making this up. You're stupid. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right. You're, you're an so asshole. Then, you're an asshole. You suck. <laughs> Don't yeah, ghostlight me. Holy So then <laughs> yeah. he, we were sleeping one night and then he starts hearing clanging in the kitchen. Okay. And he shakes me awake. He's like, Beverly, Beverly, there's someone in the kitchen. Go check. I was like, I'm not fucking checking. You go check. You check. Yeah. What? You're going to send me? <laughs> no. He's like, fine. Let's go together. I was like, fine. Whatever. We went outside like mm -hmm. to the kitchen so the way so it's like a giant hallway there's a room on the right there's a bathroom on the left and then another room on the left and then there's like an open concept Ooh. 
uh, a, like, like living room and kitchen. Mm-hmm. When we went outside, every pot and pan, which find you, we didn't have that many, were lined up on the floor. Ew! And I was like, yeah, I'm moving out. <laughs> I don't want to do this. I don't want to fucking do this. After that, though, there was like nothing else that happened at that apartment specifically. But yeah, that's my second story with someone knocking on the fucking window. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, so wasn't, wow. Oh, what if it was St. Simon? I hate it. Don't say that. <laughs> Does he oh, also touch pat, like pots and pans and open doors and He's stuff? He's not supposed oh to. God. I don't think so. God, well, that's that creepy as all heck. Well, yeah. heck, well, do you ever want to go and like revisit that apartment? Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. scream the whole way, but yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, dude, that's terrifying. But if you have any other spooky stories, please let us know. And if we have enough of them, uh, we'll put together some stories on air and read them out loud. And for all yeah. of the, uh, your fellow coven members to, to hear your spooky event, Ooh. which is pretty fun. Uh, we've also, uh, speaking of supporting us, we've also launched a Patreon. And if you sign up for a Patreon, you get a bunch of amazing goodies and extras starting at the $5 level, including a thank you sticker and print, early access to extended episodes, and downloadable coloring pages that you'll absolutely love. Uh, all patron levels also have special access to our Discord, where we play all, uh, where we play games and talk the night away. And uh, yay to friendship! Also, we love watching movies and playing games. And there's so much fun. It's a great time. Full disclosure: we talk during the movies. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. those people. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. We love to crack a joke whenever no we shame. can. No. Nope. <laughs> Yeah, and supporting us on Patreon also helps to offset the cost of hosting and making the show. And we record and edit our own episodes, and your support means the absolute world to us. So thank you. Uh, Whatever form, we'll take it. Thank you for being here. Thank you for watching. And uh, I'm so excited! We're going to talk about vampires today. I know! (laughs) And speaking of support, uh, we're only two months in. Well, I guess three months at this point. We're at 600 listens, which is wild. Or downloads. Yeah! we now have people from the Philippines. We have people from Japan. Hello. Oh, exciting. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, fun. It's so exciting. And then we have even more people from Council Bluffs, Iowa. Shout out to you, baby booze. Yo, Iowa, <laughs> Iowa, you bring in, you making my heart feel real big. Thank you so much. I appreciate Iowa, it. You're making what? my heart go, Iowa. That was bad. I'm sorry. That was so cringe. That was so cringe. Okay. I love it now. Every moment of it. <laughs> Yeah, you guys rocked. Yeah, we weren't um, expecting such like a large like support. I don't know, uh, just a lot of people listening, or at least on this level, listening to us when we first started out. So yeah. thank you. We greatly appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And uh, Should we speaking get into it? Yeah, I was gonna say. Speaking of which, you want to tell us your vampiric tale? Yes. What if I told you that your dead loved one could come back from the dead to feast on the living? Would you believe me? I would like to. That sounds kind of like metal <laughs> as fuck. Right? <laughs> Avenge me, relative. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I could like sick grandma and, and like my enemies or something. It'd be awesome. Instead of grandma got run over by a reindeer, grandma got run over by a tractor while trying to hex my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, not really. Actually, my grandma's still alive. She's in here somewhere. Hi, grandma. Oh, hi, grandma. Watching grandma thank you for hexing our enemies i'm just kidding you don't have to thank do you. that <laughs> but your support nonetheless is greatly appreciated yeah 
Well, uh, to be frank, although it does sound pretty metal, the idea of a loved one coming back to feast on the living and Hexarch ex-boyfriends is kind of bananas. True. So in this segment, I'll be telling you, I didn't recognize you, Bev. <laughs> Uh, do I look like a man? <laughs> Would you believe it if I told you I was a man? <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, in this tale, I'll be telling you about the New England vampire panic of the 19th century. Ooh. Oh, fun. There was a yeah. New England, like new, like the U.S. New England? That's new England. question. Yep. Really? Yes. There was a vampire panic here. Yeah. <laughs> like, pretty close to the Salem witch trials, to be Yo, no way! <laughs> yeah. So we had witches and vampires. Yo, that's sick. Tell me about it. New England is awesome. I wish I was born there. Yeah, I'd be so spooky. Dude. Oh, well. Do you want to, like, buy a Victorian mansion and live in it together? Yes. I just watched Practical Magic, and that's Spook the B&B? life I'm trying to live. <gasps> Spook B&B. I would love that. Yeah. So cute. <laughs> freaking love it that'd be nice imagine living in an old house like that it'd be haunted i'd be scared a lot of the time but i think i'd have a good time oh hell yeah and we can like make it into an airbnb it's like uh the lizzie borden house almost (laughs) (laughs) okay so uh we're gonna be going through the timeline some tales uh from around the time and then address what was actually happening uh that led people to believe that there were vampires or were there actually vampires? We'll see. Yes, you look like a manhaha. What is a manhaha? Do you know what no, that is? Grandma? I do not know. What's a manhaha? Okay, I'll wait for the answer. But in the meantime, <laughs> I'm going to set a scene. Mm-hmm. Picture it. It's the 1800s in New England. Mm-hmm. Many people are dropping like flies. One day, oh. they seem fine. But the next day, they're sickly pale and lethargic and coughing up blood and just not looking too great. It's like magic. How can one person go from being lively and just fine to dying within the next couple of nights? Oh my god, that's terrifying. Right? I would hate that. So, (laughs) when this started happening, families were grasping at straws and looking for any explanation they could muster that would stick and hopefully make sense. I mean, maybe Edgar Allan Poe was onto something when he wrote The Mask of the Red Death. And now (laughs) was acknowledged the presence of the Red Death. He had come like a thief in the night and one by one dropped the revelers and darkness and decay and the Red Death. uh, Sorry, I lost my place. Held illimitable dominion over all. I mean, was he a fortune teller? Oh, dude. Man, <laughs> and you included Poe into this? Oh, dude, this God, is the I best love presentation po. ever. He's fucking uh, weird. I mean, the whole thing with his cousin. Yeah, that was, yeah. I hate that. That was, yeah. But dude, love the great dude, though. Very true. <laughs> love his stories. He's really, he's really, really good storyteller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great way to incorporate him into this story, man. Thank you. You're hitting all the good, like, Halloween spooky beats. I was perfect. I was writing this and I was like, wasn't that story set like during this time? And then I went through and I reread it and I was like, damn, I didn't appreciate this enough. 
in when high school. When you first did it. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, Yoli Sama said, forgot to put the space. Oh, <laughs> she said, you look like a man. Ha <laughs> ha. Not a man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Yes, I look like a man. Now I can Great. pass. <laughs> now I can go to the beautiful. grocery store and not be harassed. So, oh, how fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. Okay, so many people were probably asking themselves, was he a fortune teller? I mean, not even the wealthy were safe at this point. There are documented exhumations for the recently deceased starting from the late 1700s, trying to find explanations for the sudden deaths. But most of the documented cases aren't even the tip of the iceberg. There are so many... We'll get into it later. But basically, a doctor wrote for, like, the Smithsonian Magazine about it and said that there are a bunch of, like, unmarked graves with the same types of, like, injuries to the body when they were being exhumed. So we'll touch on that later. But, yeah. So, for example, (laughs) I know. In 1793, Rachel Burton was exhumed by her surviving husband in order to try and save his then wife, but to no avail. So technically... Rachel Burton died suddenly. Uh, She looked sickly, pale, um, had like almost no blood in her system, etc. And he noticed that his, when he remarried, he noticed that his then wife was exhibiting the same types of uh, issues. So he exhumed his wife or his old wife, tried to save his new wife, but then they both died. Oh, shoot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So he dug up, he dug up his first wife in order to like find a cure or something and figure out what was going on. That's exactly it. Yep. Dang. (laughs) So in 1799, Sarah Tillingcast was exhumed, suspected of being a bloodthirsty vampire. No other notes about this. That's all it said. (laughs) And then in 1810, Dr. Clough, Clough, C-L-O-U-G-H. Again, I think it's Clough, but uh, Dr. Clough in New Hampshire exhumed an unnamed corpse, and in his notes, he stated that he thought it was consumption. However, he dug up the body anyway to put the family at ease by burning the heart. Oh, So we'll see the burning of different organs around this time. So Mm -hmm. it's a lot of fun. Wow. Love burning organs. Um. And then in 1816, Samuel Saladay was exhumed in Ohio, which is, does Ohio count as New England? No, right? No, that's That's the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. So we can see how far this reached. So he was exhumed in Ohio, after which they burned his heart as a sacrifice so that the rest of the family would stop dying. This again did nothing, and the family still died. Um, (gasps) I, I think he was survived by one of his brothers, but... Wow. The I'm fact actually... that his, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, oh, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, it's okay. No. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. I was just going to oh, say, no. I'm very shocked. Like, um, like, uh, like, uh, physicians or whatnot are burning hearts. That's, that's kind of very shocking to me. Weird. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. weird. <laughs> like that's but very folklorish. <laughs> it's very folklorish, which we'll touch mm-hmm. on later. Ooh, um, how so fun. very astute. I like your brain. It's very wrinkly. Thank um, <laughs> <laughs> but Lastly, we have the well-known Mercy Brown vampire incident of 1892 in Rhode Island. Have you heard of this, Rachel? That sound, Mercy Brown. I've heard that name Mercy before. Mercy Brown. Yeah. It's, it's well-known. Mm-hmm. And 
it's like disturbing, I guess. Ooh, fun. <laughs> In a sense. So, Mercy okay. Brown was the daughter of George and Mary Brown. They were a family of humble farmers with a terrible fate. Everyone kept dying. Oh, God. First, oh. I know. Imagine. <laughs> like, imagine having a family of like seven people and then everyone's dead except you. Yeah, no, that's terrible. Sucks. That's awful. Sucks. First, his wife, Mary Brown, died in 1883, 1883, after succumbing to a mysterious illness. Then his daughter, Mary Olive Brown, which not at all confusing, two Marys in the same household, died six <laughs> months later. It's like the, uh, sorry, quick side note. It's yeah. kind of like uh, Madame Delphine Lalaurie, how she had yeah. like seven different kids named Marie. Yeah. How do you distinguish them? Yeah, and then wasn't, um, like, Delphine, she also had a half-sister with her same name? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why does everyone just repeat names? I it's have like, no idea. What's the nickname for Delphine? Deli? Mm-hmm. Finn? <laughs> I kind of like Finn. <laughs> yeah. I guess, yeah, I'll take it. So, right. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Within a couple of years, his other two children, Mercy and Edwin Brown, suddenly became sick and frail with Mercy ultimately failing or falling. Sorry, with Mercy ultimately falling to the mysterious illness as well. So Edwin was still alive at this point. He called in the village doctor, Dr. Harold Metcalf, each time and was told that consumption was taking his family one by one. However... The villagers of Exeter, Rhode Island, knew better than that. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, is consumption, I believe consumption is the same as, oh, oh, shoot, what's it called? Tuberculosis, I believe yes. it is. TB? Okay. Mm-hmm. It is cool. TB. Wow. So everyone yeah. was just like, the doctors were like, yo, it's it's tuberculosis. And everybody is like, nope, it's witchcraft. Nah, it's vampires. <laughs> <laughs> it's vampires. Yeah, actually. <laughs> They're Shut like, up, losers, doctors, please. <laughs> what is medicine? Your medicine has done nothing. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. You know, first there was vampires and then it's vaccines. Who knew, right? <laughs> Who would have ever thought? <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thunk? <laughs> that's, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah. So by then, vampire folklore in Eastern Europe was well known. The concept of these blood-sucking undead creatures originated in the late 17th and 18th centuries. Uh, And a lot of these villagers actually came from Europe. So even though the villagers that had settled along New England weren't specifically Eastern European, so like, I don't know, does Germany count as Eastern European? I'm going to say like, you know, is Romania from, oh God, my public education is coming out again. Yeah, um, I'm like, I gotta look at a map. Yeah. I can't tell you that off by, okay. off by so heart. So basically, <laughs> yes. Eastern Europeans, when they first came over, uh, these are their relatives, I guess. Uh, gotcha. Like, the people, their descendants. So a lot of that folklore was also passed down, and then as people come and visit, uh, that folklore also starts, you know, spreading around. Gotcha. So, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> okay. Oh man, this is this is getting spicy. I want to know the how the spread this of communication <laughs> is wild. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 
Ready? At least it's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. at least it's what? Sorry. At least there's it's a lie. like, um, no, it's okay. Oh, I see. Um, it's amazing that like, uh, there was even like a spread of misinformation, like even hundreds of years ago, even yes. you know, without the internet. Who, yes. knew? <laughs> Who needs the internet when you have good old word of mouth? <laughs> For sure. <sighs> okay. So. So with these folklores uh, entails being spread and passed down from generation to generation, mm-hmm. the villagers obviously knew better than a medical professional. It's vampires. It had to yeah. be vampires. Absolutely. It took a lot it's- of convincing, but they finally got George Brown to give in to the idea of exhumating his family. <gasps> so he didn't believe it to begin with either. He completely believed the the doctor he was like yep it's consumption it's consumption it's like ravaging the entire country i think by the end of the pandemic tuberculosis essentially took out i want to say two percent of the population whoa yep just 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 in new england which doesn't seem like a lot but when you're talking about hundreds of thousands of people that's That's a lot lot. Yeah, yeah no holy moly yeah. Whoa. So yeah, the, at this point, they were just probably looking for answers because mm-hmm. it was just so devastating. Wow. I didn't. Wow. Yeah. <sighs> Thanks for putting that into perspective. I didn't realize how like impactful tuberculosis was. It's Holy rough. Moly. Yeah. Was yeah. it also the Black Plague? Was that tuberculosis or was that something else? Oh, no, that's a that's its own different. That's um, its own thing. OK. Yeah. Yeah. OK. So this was known as the White Plague because <gasps> everyone turned white essentially like pasty pasty white so we have the black yeah. plague in england and then the white plague in uh new england <laughs> that's insane so, yeah because wow, they looked all gauntly white because they were yes like, wow that's so cool it's crazy <laughs> i learned okay. so much about our, our country that i never knew about i that's know so cool. i didn't learn this in high school what yeah. are you teaching in school schools <laughs> yeah Teach something more fun. Exactly. Don't I, I don't need calculus or algebra. I want to learn about this. Yeah, the good stuff. The good stuff. Exactly. Um, I guess that's kind of the cool. I'm sorry, I'm on a tangent. I guess that's kind of the cool okay. thing about college. You can just kind of choose what you want yeah. to study. That's For what sure. I liked about it. But um, so on a cold spring night in March of 1892. A group of village men went to the Chestnut Hill Cemetery where George Brown's family was buried. They exhumed the bodies of Mary, Mary Olive, and Mercy Brown. The bodies of Mary and Mary Olive were examined first and were noted to have been properly decomposed. So considering that they had been dead for almost a year, like six or eight months, Okay. They were at the proper level of decomposition of what was known back then. So, so what was expected. What okay. was expected, yeah. So uh, then they moved on to Mercy Brown. but The most recent deceased. Yes. Okay. Why did she look like she had just died? She had been dead for two months. <gasps> no. Yeah. <laughs> so the way they buried her is the way she looked when they brought her body back up, when they exhumed her. So people were freaking out. (laughs) They were not happy about that. Uh, They were actually kind of disgusted and horrified. Yeah. And this kind of, I want to say it it kind of like 
it was kind of a dick measuring contest between the doctor and the villagers and oh, the villagers no. felt like they proved that their dicks were longer you know oh go no they're like yeah. yeah see it's a vampire <laughs> it's a freaking vampire yeah just like putting like fuel to the fire oh yes. man that's the worst in the world yeah oh my god but i was like yeah. shocked at like that he actually agreed to it and i'm like over here like shocked that they're exhuming corpses and i we he didn't give it to the punchline yet oh my god <laughs> i don't know she if i like were back then boring. like and if you didn't have the knowledge that you have now we're like yeah if it's cold a body is not going to decomp that quickly like once it gets yeah. hot it's going to accelerate the process a lot you know but oh it's they didn't know that back then so the fact that she was she looked like she was recently dead kind of mortified them Oh, so, for sure. Oh, yes. what year? What time of year was it? It was March. So she died in January. Oh, so and the cold, New England cold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm assuming back then, even when they bury people, like for funerals, they would still embalm them, probably. I want to sure. say, I don't know when that was invented. I'm going to say it was the 1800s. Sounds sure. right. Because otherwise, you just have disgusting smelling bodies in the ground and everything just smelled like shit everywhere so i'm gonna <laughs> hope that they knew how to involve back then that's um, fair i actually fun facts i want to say like the like our like how the the u.s views like funeral rites and like embalming practices i think that was created like around the civil war because of all the the dead that they had and i oh, think really? like funeral practices yeah became what like is a that, really the 1860s? big thing something like that yeah we touched on I don't know I know we Victorian did. episode and I, I forgot remember. when the civil if anyone knows when the civil war happened <laughs> please drop it in the chat <laughs> so we can correct ourselves or I'm gonna go with 1863 because that sounds right <laughs> yeah it does yeah it does but uh that's why I think like a bit like the the funeral industry boomed in the U.S. but don't don't hold to me I could just be very that's off, also but... when occultism boomed in the in the U.S. because people wanted to talk to their loved ones Oh, wow. Yeah. How fun. They were uh, using Ouija boards tied. and everything's linked. Yeah. Yeah. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's a big old circle. Mm -hmm. But they were horrified. Was oh, she yeah. a vampire? Had she been taking the villagers one by one each night? Why were her fingernails and hair so much longer? It's like she had been growing them that entire time. But worse. Why was there fresh blood inside of her? No. Yes. Yes. So there's no actual explanation of this, but what I'm assuming is when they went into the next part, they probably, when they're cutting her open, she started running blood, like blood started pouring out of her, which like fresh if, blood. Mm -hmm. So if you've been dead for a long time and you're at the proper level of decomposition, you're not going to bleed that much at that point. It's like coagulated, you know? Mm -hmm. So the fact that it was running blood kind of freaked them out. Cause I guess that's something that they did know back then. Sure. Oh yeah. Dead bodies don't have like running blood. It's all yeah. coagulated. So. Ew. Oh yeah. my God. Okay. So there's no decomposition. She has, she's fresh blood. Oh my God. Her, her, her body hair and hair and her and nails are growing. Yep. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's disgusting. <laughs> so they're she's automatically assuming that she had to be the reason behind her brother's 
illness. So in their minds, yeah, in their minds, she is digging up her own grave at night, going in, because vampires, the lore specifically states that as a vampire, you have to be let in. So what I'm assuming is her brother, or what they were thinking, this is very twisted, but what I'm thinking is that they're thinking that she's coming up out of the grave, going to her brother's window, knocking on the window, and in his delirium, he thinks that she's still alive because he is sick and lets her oh, in no. and then she sucks his blood. So, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> How interesting. It's crazy. It's very cool. But um, yeah. let's see. So that's what they mm-hmm. probably think was happening. Uh, wow. But they needed to be sure. <gasps> Dr. Metcalf disagreed. And told them that considering she had only been dead two months and that she had only died in January and the winters in New England are feckin' cold, (laughs) it makes sense why she wasn't completely decomposed. Like, I'm glad this guy had a wrinkly brain. um, Yeah. Because I feel like he's the only one making sense here. But to the villagers, this man's science had done nothing for the Brown family. And that's when they decided to take matters into their own hands oh no yes so no they needed to get to work to save the rest of the brown family oh no Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) yeah so as uh as vampire superstition goes they needed to remove the heart and liver and burn them in order to stop the bloodthirsty vampire They removed Mercy's heart and burned it. And then they removed her liver and burned it. And they put the ashes in Edwin Brown's medicine and he had to eat it. And that was supposed to cure him. Okay. Ultimately, it it didn't work. Oh no! (laughs) He still fucking died. Which is very unfortunate. (laughs) Well then, what did they think I don't know. All of that work. I feel like at that point, you'd be like, just throw your hands up in the air. Like, what the fuck do I do (laughs) now? Like, like your one reasoning for this was that they were a vampire, and now that's Mm -hmm. gone. Like, how how do you cope? (laughs) Yeah. Like, (laughs) yeah. uh, And you made your son. Okay, first off, and like if you were like the the father, you you allowed people to dig up your dead family, <laughs> burn the yeah. heart and liver of your dead daughter, and feed yeah. it to your son. Oh my god, <laughs> it's disgusting. Wow. I feel like if I were George Brown, I would feel not to victim blame. I would feel mm-hmm. so. I mean, he's dead. Who cares? But I would feel so guilty afterwards, like after Edwin Absolutely. died, because a we mutilated my dead daughter. Because he straight up, like, ripped her heart out heart out, and her liver, which, like, yeah, she yeah. doesn't need it anymore, but come on. Yeah. It's a dead let body. A girl, yeah, let a girl live. Let a girl. I, yeah. <laughs> I was she's gonna... just trying to live her best life. <laughs> yeah. She's just trying to live her best undead life. Just let a girl sleep. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just so rude. It's like there's nothing to fear with vampires unless they're, like, from, uh, what's that one movie? Blade? Oh, for sure. They yeah, suck. I don't like those. They're kind of scary. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, 
I want a Castlevania vampire. Those are nice. Yeah, I'll take me a Walter or Bernhard if you, you know, if you, okay, I'm a nerd. I like him. He's my favorite. <laughs> ah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <sighs> but what happened after this whole affair? Yeah, what happened? What? What? We don't know. Who? There's no further documentation of what happened to Mercy Brown uh, or her corpse after she was exhumed and mutilated. Or the Brown family. Like, that's it. Or the it. Brown family. Yeah, like, I don't know if George lived or died. I tried searching for records. And, uh, you know, record keeping back then wasn't that great. So, <laughs> True. True. yeah. It's a grand old time. So, oh, my God. That's insane. Yeah. The only thing we do know is the reasoning behind everything that happened. So consumption was mostly an unknown disease back then, but today we know that it was tuberculosis, like you mentioned earlier. I see. Okay. Um, Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So tuberculosis victims lost weight, they coughed up blood, they turned pale, and they did die a slow and painful death if not treated correctly, which almost correlates exactly to the consumption description. And kind of has like a gray area with vampires. Sure. Because the more you suck the blood, like the sicklier, like you're basically draining the life out of them. Like that's what they do, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's medical practitioners at the time clearly didn't have the same information that we do now. So they didn't know how to treat and stop the spread of tuberculosis. Therefore, the disease ran wild. Which if you think you have tuberculosis, go to your doctor. There's vaccines. Yes. You can be fixed. It's still very contagious. (laughs) Still very contagious. (laughs) Don't do this to the rest of us. Yeah. I'm not trying to live through this. (laughs) I don't want my family being exhumed. (laughs) Heck yeah, man. But um, when a society is afraid and unable to find an explanation for a weird phenomenon, they start to blame the supernatural. I mean, look at the Salem witch trials, right? This true. The witch trials happened almost 200 years prior to this, which in the history of America isn't that long. Or yeah. I guess it is long in the history of America because America's only, what, like 500 years old? No. Well, six, no. 400. Two, 300? 1776 is when we became a nation, I think. I do believe. Independence Day. Okay. But I so mean, but we've been colonizing it for a while. <laughs> 300 years old? I can't do math. If someone can do math, drop it in the chat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Shit. <laughs> 300 years old. Yeah. So it's like 300 years old. So it's mm-hmm. not that long ago, you yeah, know? No. And especially back then that it's, I don't know. Oh, it's just crazy that like that could happen so not so long ago. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's insane. Anyway, continue. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Um Let's see. But they were basically the same. They burned the witches in order to stop the spread of evil, devil-serving women. They believed that was the best thing of the time. And in Mercy Brown's case, the doctor's treatment clearly wasn't satisfactory. And in the eyes of the village, he wasn't doing anything to put a stop to this invisible illness or person. Um, So they took matters into their own hands. That's basically what happened with the witch trials. And the witch trials, it... When one person starts spreading a rumor, it spreads like wildfire. Someone can say that Rachel here is talking in tongues. And, you know, maybe she wasn't. Maybe she was just 
speaking her own language and then people will assume that she's talking in tongues and then they'll burn her to the stake. Witchcraft 101 for you guys. Or not witchcraft, witch trials 101 for you. Oh, how fun. Here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, how fun. (laughs) (laughs) But here, they're thinking that all of these people are vampires. So they're taking the necessary the necessary measures to uh, cure the basically what was running rampant at that time, which they thought was a blood sucking demon from the underworld, essentially. So wow, yeah, it's believed the practice of exhuming corpses and burning internal organs to kill a vampire was introduced by Eastern European healers. I need to swallow, and I'm going to reread that. It's believed the practice of exhuming (laughs) corpses and burning internal organs to kill a vampire was introduced by Eastern European healers that were traveling through New England around the time. We can see that these traveling healers actually make an appearance uh, in an article that was written in a Connecticut newspaper in 1784, stating that foreign quack doctors were passing through promoting the consumption ritual of exhuming bodies and burning organs after they had convinced the grieving father to exhume the bodies of his two dead children to perform the ritual. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) So interesting. Yeah. So they, so these people came from Europe. They're basically, you know, like maybe they thought they were doing the right thing because maybe it worked in their country or in their countries. Um, Mm -hmm. But it might've even just been like two completely different scenarios like i feel like in order to fix the black plague like yeah burning the bodies was probably better because you don't have that like that airborne disease like floating around like once you burn the body it's done Mm. but with tuberculosis it's unless you burn the whole body like it's not gonna work (laughs) you can't just burn (laughs) the organs i don't know so although the ideas of vampire Although the idea of vampires is pretty cool and hot, uh, there's usually a good explanation (laughs) behind the phenomenon. It's amazing to see how people's imaginations ran wild back then. And it's really cool to see how one disease can be personified in two different ways. Yeah. So the consumption outbreak through the Americas and Europe uh, back then actually led to Bram Stoker's incredible, iconic masterpiece of a novel, Daddy Dracula. And oh, cool. yeah, and then Edgar Allan Poe's eerie mask of the Red Death short story. So, oh, wow. I didn't yeah. know those two paces were, were based on consumption, but no, it makes so much sense now. It's pretty cool. Wow. Um, yeah. And then let's see. So we're wrapping it up here. For, oh, yeah. No, shortest episode I've ever written, you guys. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, how fun. Um, how fun. But folklore is usually rooted in fact and fiction. So before we go and exhume more dead bodies, let's try to find a logical explanation first. Um, Mm. Mercy Brown's exhumation is a perfect example of this. Rather than doing good, they probably sped up Edwin Brown's death, considering (gasps) that he consumed human ashes. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) That can't possibly be good for you. Yeah. Also, that's disgusting. Imagine the taste. Yeah, that poor guy. Well, I mean, I guess to be disgusting for a second, she wasn't decomposed. So would her meat still taste sweet? You know, would the ashes taste sweet? Because isn't, I don't know, don't cannibals say that um, 
oh, I guess it would taste burnt, huh? It's not like they're giving him a chunk. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, could you imagine? They're like whining Here's and her dining. Toe. <laughs> <laughs> Just nibble around the toenail. Um, mm-hmm. They have wines that they're pairing with her organs. <laughs> <laughs> if you drink this nice white wine from 1762, it will really bring out the taste of the ash. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, all in all, the Victorian era was a weird, weird time. And vampires are still alive and well today. Happy Halloween. Oh, how fun. Ah, oh, <laughs> dude, that was so cool. Man, I didn't know there was like a whole like vampire outbreak and scare in the US. I didn't know that either. Jacob That's told insane. me about it because I was trying to figure out what to research for this episode. Mm-hmm. I was like, do I want to do La Chupacabra or El Chupacabra? because that's pretty cool it's a really cool tale do i want to do there's like a colombian vampire but i saw that scared to death just recently did an episode on Mm. her so i was like i don't want to do it too soon i guess it seemed like i'm copying them because i'm not um and then there's like a a mexican tale too but jacob was like you should look into the tuberculosis outbreak of 18 whatever and i was like all right Sure. It was a wild ride. <laughs> yeah. I also think it was a great way uh, to like showcase how some like dramatic, uh, intense event that no one can solve. Um, yes. People just start doing wild, crazy things um, just to try to resolve the issue, especially during like a pandemic or outbreak yes. like tuberculosis and even COVID. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When things aren't people- taken care of quickly enough and people just do what they can out of desperation it's people start to (laughs) assume weird things like during the covid outbreak i can i know like one of the biggest things that a lot of people were stating would work was pine needle tea oh stupid mm. i'm sorry if you believe that yeah no (laughs) stupid you need a vaccine (laughs) but um not to get political but uh yeah that wraps up my story do you have any thoughts or concerns Sure. No, that was actually, that was, that was a really cool story. I want to like deep dive more into it um, and see like how far like the vampire like folklore spread in the U.S., especially yeah. if it went all the way to Ohio. And then you had people traveling around like the um, Eastern European folklore medicinal healers. Yeah, the medicinal healers. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wonder how... Like, if people took them as serious or, like, how far this actually spread. It's so, it's just crazy that there's a vampire epidemic. It's weird. (laughs) I never knew about this. I never knew about this. What? Yeah, dude, it's wild. Man, I want to look into more vampires. (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah, we'd love to do a um an episode speaking of vampires on um Vlad the Impaler or like the the guy who is based on Dracula. Which oh, I thought was shit. pretty cool. Yeah, I started looking so cool. to him. Yeah, he's super gnarly. <laughs> the only thing I know about him, which is kind of sad considering he's kind of famous, is uh Spikes. <laughs> That's all I know about him. And that he was like kind of brutal. Really yeah brutal. oh yeah yeah that was his favorite form of execution it was Great. impalement it's very fun <laughs> oh glad the impaler that makes sense <laughs> excuse me yeah but i will totally save that story for another day Whew. sorry i joke my uh i drank my water wrong <laughs> <laughs> did it but go anyway. down the wrong pipe <laughs> it did thank you 
<laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening to our creepy stories and wild speculations. Uh, this has been the Dark by Design podcast. Um, please go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe, and follow for more monstrous episodes released every Monday at midnight. Uh, you can find more information about today's topic on the show's website, www.darkbydesignpodcast.com, or on Instagram, Twitch, and TikTok. Oh, TikTok. What? <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> At Dark by Design underscore podcast. Listen to us on your favorite podcast streaming site or watch the show on our YouTube channel by searching for Dark by Design podcast. And if you and we want to hear from you too, because remember, this is a two-way relationship. Oh, what is going on? Sorry. Oh, you're okay. You're focused. No, it's all right. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Come back. <laughs> uh, if you <laughs> if you have any creepy encounters ghost stories, or personal true crime stories that you would like to share with your fellow coven members, go ahead and DM us on our socials or email us at darkbydesignpodcast at gmail.com. And we can hear you and we'll we'll make some listener episodes. Yeah. And share. It'll it's going to be, so be great. <laughs> <laughs> but um, as far as Twitch goes, I don't know when our mm-hmm. next stream will be. Do we want to do know. it this monthly? I don't know. Possibly. Maybe do like one monthly stream where this is still very new to us. We're still figuring things out. Clearly. Like a good layout. <laughs> no, you're good. The 15 minutes of stream where we were, where I was silent. <sighs> we're completely muted. <laughs> you know what? First time you don't succeed, try and try again. That's yeah. all that matters. <laughs> but, but yeah. Thank you yeah. guys so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. Hopefully we'll get a, uh, another stream up, um, sometime next month in November and uh we'll uh we'll have some new goodies for the stream It'll yeah we w- absolutely will um but be sure to tune in next week for episode 17 uh we're gonna do something a little different from what we've been doing the past couple of months so stay tuned Ooh, how fun oh this is actually news to me too unless you told me and I forgot because I have the memory <laughs> of a goldfish same same <laughs> okay cool <laughs> How exciting. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will see you next week for episode 17. And until then, be nice to yourself. Be nice to other people. And And um, don't suck their blood. Yeah, don't suck. Don't (laughs) suck. That's our message to you. Bye, friends. Happy Halloween. Shocks!